the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday night, sometimes live. No, I'm kidding. Most always live. Eight to nine, where we discuss and dissect political talking points. And you know, Macbeth, it's getting thinner and thinner out there. So I've been reading articles. I sent you a bunch of clips, but we have a little technical glitch. It's all right. A little giddy up. It's no big deal. I can do all the voices. Uh, just, you know, the system doesn't want me to have audio. I'm going to do that one uh, congresswoman that was on this week. You know, the one from Detroit. I just have to figure out how to take away like 70 IQ points and panic about everything. I mean, do these people really, really, this is how you're going to you're going to control or you're going to try to beat Donald Trump with hysterical, unreasonable, constantly on the verge of fake crying women screaming at us. We get enough of that at home, Macbeth. I'm not dealing with that in my politics. If I want my whining, I want it from flaccid old men like Mitch McConnell or yourself. I will not take uh, crazy women from Detroit. And, you know, uh, uh, the part of the clip that we didn't get to load was. Nancy Pelosi wrote an opt-ed where she said, listen, op-ed. you op-ed. Did I say opt? Yes. Oh, God, it's long, not, it's been a not, long day. It's been a long cho- holiday. She's not choosing the yeah. editorial. Yeah. yeah. Op-ed yeah. where she basically said the four people complaining about the situation on the border had, are the four dummies that voted against funding. And they had no following. And then all of a sudden, when, when you're, you're in a corner and you don't know how to combat it with facts or reason or reality, what do you do? You got one option, kid. Well, it's like Dungeons and Dragons. You pull out a card. You race card it. Yeah. Black and brown. She's yeah. a, well, there's this concerted effort uh, by, by her and... Um, I can't remember the AOC. Um, well, but, but AOC is is, uh, is something of a Latina or something. Right? I, I don't know her uh, it's, There's but, a name change, though. There's, but, well, yeah. name, you know, a rose by any other name is still an idiot. So you go ahead and you have the, this sort of concerted effort, and I've seen it uh, over the last few years more and more and more, where um, people who aren't necessarily Hispanic or who aren't necessarily black will try to lump themselves in with, uh, the first time I saw it was after 9-11, there was a guy who was, um, he was on Hannity, I think. But Geraldo like Rivera, that. he's a Jewish kid. He's on Hannity and Holmes, and he, he goes, he says, uh, well, you know, uh, Islam is the new black. Ooh. And, and it's okay. <laughs> You're either pitching a Netflix special or Netflix show before Netflix existed, or you're trying to just sort of appropriate this suffrage that that people have gone so through. So if you're Calypso Louis Farrakhan, you got it cornered, baby. You got yeah, everything. You, you really are. Uh, you are shooting from the corner, literally. You got, 
You, you got, got, you got your back covered. And, uh, you know, it, it's just nauseating to me, brother. And I don't just mean Beto O'Rourke, who, who you know, it's fun. No one even talks about him. I, yeah, he's I, such a clown. I enjoy watching him being done without him knowing it's he's great. done. So now the other versions of the clowns that we have to deal with. Which turns that running with Beto, by the way, yeah. which is, is on uh, my cable subscription. So Wait, there's I, a I, show? There was some, some documentary somebody did in the first few weeks that he had announced running with Beto mm-hmm. because it was this predetermined. And now it's a comedy. It's really good. Who's the investor in that? Bruce Wolf. Oh, Only he could yes. sniff out an investment like that. <laughs> it's, it, it's Put all probably, his money in Sanka. It's probably Abto Robork. It's great. Yeah. It's great. But um, so I was watching, obviously, I watched a lot of, you know, I watch a lot of the shows, except usually do for F. Chuck Todd, because there's a boycott going on. All right. You know, so I won't watch him. And I, I started the boycott myself and uh, you're free to join me, although you join me on every one of them. Anyway, there was a guy who's got the grandpa bald, which is my favorite kind of bald. You know, who Huel Brenner, right? That's his name from the King and I. Yes. He Yule, went Yule Brenner. Yule. Like he went. Si- I love the bald. He went. You know, like I mean, yeah, it's great. Telly Savalas. I think he's the guy that uh, you know went after. Yeah, Telly Savalas modeled himself after him. This. Michael Jordan. For anybody looking at the Facebook feed, my grandfather kind of had the horseshoe. Yeah, you know? that, that's that's what it's I'm rough. Growing. It's rough to look debonair, right? right? So there's this guy Delaney. Yeah, Delaney's got the grandpa thing going. Yes, he does. And he is trying to run as the in charge of my senses, Joe Biden. Like the, if Joe Biden could remember where his car was or his wife's name. He would be Delaney. So Delaney is running, and this is what you know. I, I was trying to get us to get, and um, he says, and I've been hearing a murmur among the Democrats. The problem with immigration is that the country they're fleeing from is in chaos, and we, we, the one that is from a country in chaos, we need to straighten them out. And I'm going to tell you something, Macbeth. There are a few things that get me where I almost get so angry. I can't fit the words out of my mouth. You know, it's like that. I cherish the times when you can't get words out of your mouth. Like when you go home and you find out, you know, there's been some sort of a car accident or, you know, some stupid thing that you said, don't touch the car. Some, you know, we're just like, it's like Marty McFly coming home and he sees that the uh, Toyota's banged up. So many things are wrong. I can't get, I can't get the order in my head to get it out. And Delaney, this is an interesting guy. Because he's trying to, if you notice, they're all trying to run on how bad um, the, the, the economy or the working situation is. And they could do it if they were smart enough to pull it off, but they can't. So they're, Well, they would have to sabotage their own means, though. They would have to go after them, the way in which the numbers are cooked. Correct. So and, we could, and so that would, that would pull the rug out from under themselves. We could too. point out, I could point out in eight different ways. So how, use the same trick inflation is real and it's destroying us even though they say there's no inflation and inflation only affects the people of of the working people the rich people could care less what inflation is they just pay it jb pritzker doesn't know what tax gas tax is before he got elected to governor he had no idea well they don't want to say there's inflation because then if the fed starts raising interest rates a little bit um we're at zero now we're very close to zero and so there really is nowhere to bolster so right. if we all of a sudden start to slide right after a decision like that, yeah. I think this economy is kind of fragile. But how, oh, it's Looking fragile! At it. Are you kidding me? This thing should be oh, it's so robust. And, My uh, word, this is not an economy you want to let. Production numbers aren't that robust. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's insane. And here's the other thing: there are hidden inflationary costs. Yes, the biggest being healthcare. Ta-da! It's a four hundred percent increase in ten years. It, and, that's, and I've seen more than that. That's enough to devastate the economy and single-handedly yeah. aside from that the cost of of 
of the other materials that we purchase, for instance, cars. I was reading an article in the Wall Street Journal today. Did you know six years ago, 50% of the cars were under $30,000? Yeah. Do you know how many it is today? Oh, very few. One third. Yeah. And they're barely hanging on. So, well, and part of that is, too, if, if you put on tariffs that make <laughs> these things more expensive, it's not so much that the tariffs will exist forever, but prices don't necessarily come down. They almost never come down. No, the companies that are you, being protected take advantage of the price increase. And it's, and they, and it's not a prices. transparent account. It's not milk or oil or right. something like that. It's cars. They, they, the MSRP is whatever they put on the tag. The things that people in my industry, in the, in the housing industry, refrigerators, washing right. machines. These things are astronomical. Oh, you should so, see what furnaces and air conditioners There's are. inflation. Exactly. So there's inflation all around us. But the Democrat can't argue because they're economic illiterates. They can't argue on the fact you have a wonderful job situation. In fact, you have more jobs than you have people. But are those jobs real? See, they can't articulate the fact that no, they're government jobs or they're government contracted jobs. And therefore, not only aren't they pluses, they're minuses from the real workers that it takes to pay them. They yeah. can't because their brain doesn't work like that. Or it's so, like when somebody you know touts seasonal job numbers. Correct. They get, you know, oh, there were there was eight hundred thousand people hired to do things, and you know, it's, no, it's December, you idiot. They're going to be fired the first week of January. And this is the beauty of Trump. He has stolen their economic plan, implemented it, and ran away with the the the, the wastes and abuse of it sure. to where it's now looking as an asset, and they don't know what to do, kid. And I am loving how they're all trying to grab the greed of the welfare recipient and couple that with show, trying to teach the welfare recipient that you need more competition by allowing illegal aliens in. Yeah. And what they're not getting is that their base is 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 all wrapped. They're, they're gone. They're not the base of the Democrats anymore. They right. are the, the Donald Trump base. Have you seen the numbers among seniors um, for the uh, during that second? I think it was the second night debate. Um, when they had started talking that about was the Medica- real Medicare for all, yeah. yeah. Every time they started talking about Medicare for all, um, they're just turning off senior after senior after senior. We well, you know it's funny. My father one, they know the the system's not great, my and two, they're thankful to have it, but they know the system's not great, and two, they know that just, if you just add people into that system, it's only going to get worse for them. So I did a real small Fourth of July, right? My wife, my father in law, mother in law, my sister in law. It's your whatever, problem. Right? So that's what we did, and I'm talking to my father in law about this. Now you got to remember, kid. This is, I've got great insight. This guy's a union president for years. Okay. So I've watched, he's a huge Trump guy, huge. And um, he was talking about Medicare. He goes, you know, the one thing is, now he's a very healthy man, right? He's really never one episode in like 20 years, 25 years that I've been around. He's like, um, you know, um, Medicare's great. And you know what else they did? They got the hospital bill. And it was 30000 They paid him 3 and the hospital had to eat it. They don't understand. That's not good. That means more hospitals closing, less doctors working, less nurses being paid. They're running on all losers, and Trump is going to be the big winner. Give us a call, 312-642-5600. Sean. Sean from Elmwood Park. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody knows this is the Liberty Hour. 312-642-5600. So this week I'm live, next week I won't be. Um, because I'm, you know, I gotta go to work, kid. And I'm excited about it. Let me quote you from the beginning of the show. I'm almost always live. 
I believe is what you said, or at least uh, usually live. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're not really. But I just got word I'm going to do the morning show on Tuesday. I That's love right. doing the morning show. Even Which, though. Thank you, because that'll give me plenty of fodder to put together shows for Yeah, the next, yeah, uh, we got that two. going. And I did Joe Walsh's show on um, Wednesday and no, no, I did it Tuesday and Wednesday. Tuesday and Wednesday. And did you get the, did, I wanted you to get the clip, not that we could load it, about the lady that called up. I can load clips, I just can't edit them. The lady called up and she's like, the guy is terrible. Did you hear it? Who? Some old bag. What guy is terrible? Me. Me. She called oh, Joe Walsh's line. Well, she's yeah. like, it's hard to argue he's that. terrible. He's depressing. He's mad at everybody. And I said, you're damn right, you old bag. That's, that's called being a realist. Not only that, are you paying attention? Am Stay I the only guy mic. paying attention? Everybody wants fairy tales and lollipops. You, did you read about the Deutsche Bank? In the red. You yeah. remember Deutsche Bank? The foreign bank that the American people bailed out in TARP? Yep. Yeah, we made the AIG loan good for $11.8 billion. I think we did that for RBS as well. Sure we did. Yeah. So we paid that, right? And then we gave them sweetheart loans where they paid virtually nothing with no back end. For $372 billion, billion. And you know what? They've been frauding the books, and they're going they just, they're going to lay off 18,000 people. What about us? It's yeah. a miracle. It's, it's, just, it's just sickening to me. And you know who orchestrated all this? The Republicans. Yeah. I was against TARP from the minute it came out. The idea that we would underwrite this skullduggery lets you know that we were in on it. And here we are again doing the same thing. Because guess what I got in my email? AIG back in, well, they never went out of business. AIG doing all the loans, all the, all the insurance again, right. their, their direct marketing. That all, they profited from that. They didn't pay a person, and they profited. Yep. And now here we are, yeah, 10 years later. A couple lawsuits, but just operating costs. 10 years later, and everything the Republicans did was a lie. I didn't do it. Nobody saw me do it. There's no way they can prove anything. Was a lie. Everything they did, lie. In fact, they, they they blew the bubble up doing the exact same nonsense. And now, when you see this, I'm calling you right now. Well, this worked is pretty well last time. This is the domino one, kid. You mark my words because this is about the credit defaults. This is about the 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 uh, corporate lending. This is about the fact that they all this market. Ooh, the market's up. They're not making the money they you think they're making because this is very select, targeted, index specific. Industry or companies and industries that are being propped up. It's not really the market. That's what the Democrats should run on. But you know something? They're in on it too. That's what I mean. They like all this nonsense because what they, what they, the only thing they say proper when they talk and they, and they slam Trumponomics is all he did was step into the car with Obamanomics. It's all he did. Barack got out, Trump got in. I was optimistic, thought it would be a change. Still driving the same road though. Not only that, you didn't even stop to wash the car. You're just driving the same dirty car. It's the same nonsense. Now, the only place they differ is the one that Trump's going to win the argument with the Democrats, and that is illegal immigration. Because the reality is... Well, he doesn't differ from 2009, Obama. Oh, he doesn't differ from Barack Obama when he was in of, Illinois of even, Senate. Of even 2012. Yeah, but the, I'm talking about the Democrat Party has we gone... to do ins- these things by the book. The, okay. Well, the Democrat Party has gone where a candidate who thinks he's going to be a standout like Delaney yeah. actually touts that what we need to do is nation-build Central and South America. This is his big right. plan. And, and to the simple, it'll sound just like what I say all the time, which is the only way to... Because Mexico is essentially... And it's not to denigrate Mexico. There's actually, they've got, you know, until recently, 
reasonably decent leadership as far as trying to crack down on these. Really, I think it's well, a, I think it's cartel left, representative, center leftist guy. Now, well, I mean, half of it is, but you know, that's that's going to be true of any any stripe there. But the new guy here is sort of relaxed um, pressure on the cartels, which has allowed them to really get into uh, making of components of meth, and they've got factories set up. It's, it's well, ridiculous. Know, it's a budding industry. But over the last ten years or so, say Mexico has slid down the, the slope toward a failed state. And that's essentially where it stands now in the northern half. You do not have government control of almost any of that territory. So uh, effective government control anyway. And so, you you know, if you're in this situation where, oh, well, we, we need to fix something. We need to stop the stem. You're not going to stop the American lust for drugs. You're just not because well, we're funding every single bit of that by 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 consuming drugs. You're not going to stop that. Well, so you, what you have to stop is the is how bad you have to. Uh, uh, decrease the disparity between how it is here and how it is there. And the only way you're going to do that is with economics. But, but they're mirroring their policies. That's a long difference. That's a, that's a huge difference between that and saying, oh, we need to go and help them do that. We need to do this and we need to do that. We need to do this. We're not going to be able to build industries for them. Well, that's my biggest argument is that Donald Trump is mirroring, mirroring the exact plan, the economic mirroring. plan of Venezuela. Well, I, I mean, this is what they are. They're national protectionists. This is this is what led them to the road. To, now, did they some, have somewhat extent? Yeah, did they have other? Extent. You know, they had the national industry of oil production, which we pretend we don't which have, even though we backdoor it. Anybody who has their fingers on that section of that market, that amount of supply, has zero excuse for ever being short of cash. Correct. Are you kidding? The only difference was the nuanced social engineering plan, which the Democrats have completely seized. Oh, they, well, they're all in. So the Democrats have the social engineering aspect of socialism. Donald Trump has the economic plan of targeted socialism. Yeah, we choose the winners and losers. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Um, I think it's going to call for somebody from the sidelines jumping in, kid. I've made this prediction before. I think Michelle Obama oh, is coming to, this, to the rescue of the Democrat Party. I'm calling oh, it. Oh, okay. I mean, how many times could she fake a dinner with her husband? She's coming, baby. You're fired. I think, I'm telling you. What do you think about that bold call? Because it's certainly the Democrat Party I is not going to put... I think people call and give their pitches on why Michelle Obama should be president. I think it could be kind of fun. I think I, I want to hear one person deny my prediction. 312-642-5600. I'm telling you right now. What is it? July 7th? Yes. Give or take? No, I it's, am, it's actually July 7th. I am saying... You got lucky. By January... It might even be more dramatic. Let her come in after January. You know, years ago when a guy ran for president, they didn't announce till January. Are you talking about of a that year? Or is this third party? I'm saying she's coming as the Democrat nominee. She's, will be Michelle Obama. She's not going to have enough delegates. She's got to come in before that. If if Hillary Clinton showed you anything, delegates are a dime a dozen. You could well, buy those son I'm of saying, a guns in a minute. But they're already purchased by January of the no, year of the election. They year. don't want to lose, kid. They're going to recognize the loser. Now, when you're raising in, money and Pete Buttigieg in, is the... Be in did you see he's the, the before big... Before Thanksgiving, my friend. Before Thanksgiving. No. Otherwise, she'd have no chance. Did you see that Pete Buttigieg was the big money raiser? Was he? He, he doubled. Doubled Camilla Harris. Was he selling cookies? He raised $2 million more than Biden. And he went to fewer places. So Maybe it's a South Bend thing. Now we know they've kept that... Uh, that stadium up. You what know, that so shows years. you is that the companies and the rich people that the Democrats openly are going after, they ain't giving them the money like no. they did. 
So you've got the trust fund babies and the self-loathing well, and communists in Hollywood. Jeff Epstein's That's off it. the table for now. So. Hey, he's got a little bit of a pedophile issue, huh? Yeah, well, a little bit. Does he think he's a priest? You know, apparently they gave him some sort of plea deal where he, uh, he would avoid, you know, the charges that would designate him as a sex offender, registered sex offender in like 37 states. <laughs> so the, the United States government was, was all in on just making sure that he could continue to live his life as is and get a little slap on the wrist. Listen, man. You, now they can't because there's... I do guess, you unsealed think unsealed defamation documents or something? How do you get that plea deal? That's going to be a Pandora's box. How do you get that plea? You know, plea deals sicken me. They absolutely sicken me. You get that plea me. deal by, by you literally get to the point of okay, somebody is up for promotion. They can either close this out and get some sort of satisfactory result, or you know, at least for, as far as they're concerned, or they can let this guy just pay lawyers to to keep going and going and going and going and going, and you get a bureaucrat's decision, which is okay. Let's close the book on this. Man, when you got money, kid, books open again. When you got money, you get away with anything. I mean, that's it. That's what we're really discussing here. If this guy was just the, your average run of the mill, low class pedophile instead of one with a lot of money, he would not only would he not get a plea deal, he would have been caught thirty years ago when they knew what was going on. Tell you, the system is just, I keep trying to have faith in it. I keep rooting for it. I keep trying to support it, to get involved. And the reality is, it is the tale of two worlds, brother. It's them versus us. It's amazing to me. Yeah, we got time, but we've only got about 40 seconds. All right, listen, I like Tom. Let's start Tom. We're going to start the next segment with Tom. Exactly. And if you want to be on the line, it's 312-642-5600. My request from you is tell me why i'm wrong that michelle obama will not come to the rescue of the democrat party she's got all the all the little points everyone's looking for i say she comes in like a real masculine superwoman i'll be back after this Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. Before I get to the calls, did you hear the news? Were you listening or were you doing your thing, whatever it is you I, do? I caught the tail end and then Peggy called and she had a comment about I'm gonna that. T- but I said we weren't talking about it. Pete Buttigieg is running to represent black women's health care. Yeah. The idea, I have now to tell you Now we do have a call on that. All right, but Hockberg sent me a clip over the weekend. And it was this imbecile, and I believe he was white, but I don't care because I'm transracial. He was on a so moped. He was on a moped, this moron, with his with his American flag shorts, and he jumped tried to jump a pool and ran into oncoming traffic. Now, is this idiot Excellent. covered by my pool? I hope so. How about if you if you live a certain way, if you're a certain character of personality and you have a certain uneducated level of consciousness? You're in a dummy pool, and then the rest of us are here, and you trust test me for uh, drugs, test me to see if I eat mayonnaise on my saying? triple bologna sandwich like a CPS teacher. <laughs> Let's separate everybody. I'm so, tired of these dummies. What in my- you're saying is revolutionary. It almost sounds like you want risk, risk assessment yeah. uh, involved in insurance. I want risk assessment. All right, let's go to my guy. <laughs> Tom, thanks for calling the show. Hey, guys. I wanted to comment on the Michelle candidacy. Um, well, let me preface it by saying, uh, I'm not a Michelle voter. Oh, you uh, will be. Join the NRA. She could join the NRA, and I, I doubt I'd vote for her. But I don't know what the rules are, Macbeth. You touched on it about delegates. But just from a, a Democratic standpoint, of which I'm not, 
she could come in, clean slate, punch all the buttons on the intersectionality Olympics, the wokeness, and and basically have the MSN behind her, uh, the, the all of it. Chris Matthews leg tinglers, come on, the whole transgender community. Does Matthews still work? Chris Matthews, he's still alive. Bring, out the, bring yeah. out the voters that didn't vote, that didn't vote in the last election in Milwaukee and in Pennsylvania, yeah. and uh, provide a real serious threat. So we might, well, it, we'll have a that would mean actually See? stepping foot in. That's those. a long-winded way of saying Sean's right. Uh, yeah, but he's yeah. wrong. We hold the first wrong. fundraiser at the birdcage. I love it. Now the thing about Tom, the, thanks uh, for calling the show. <laughs> the thing about the delegates, I was saying, wasn't that there was there was rules preventing. I'm just saying that a lot of the super delegates and in the various things are going to be apportioned and paid for, literally paid for by Ooh. Christmas. So unless you're in before Thanksgiving, what are you, are you living and, in? and shoveling money into the process before Thanksgiving, you don't have a chance. Come on, are you living in some sort of propaganda box? The delegates will do whatever they're told to do. Well, yeah, They'll do whatever they're told to by do. By whoever pays them. Exactly, the DNC. Well, but if they're already being paid for someone who wants a different result, Dude, you'd have to turn that person. They could, the Obamas could, could show you one thing. What they did, in the, way, the decisions they made, everything was wrong. Right. Everything, from their foreign to their domestic to the yeah. health care. And look at how they're touted. I like the Christmas decorations. Kidding me? They're like the Kennedys, for God's sakes. They could do anything. No, no. Beyond reproach, kid. Kennedy was financially I say, conservative. Oh, yeah. Well, so, sure. So, so is Obama when he gets back to the house, when he has the meeting with his friends who prop up these uh, investment think, bank companies he, out of the wind. You think he's he going to get a big too. wooden chest full of, like, book money? Dude, I think he's quietly a billionaire, <laughs> and he never so. he never earned a dollar in his life. <laughs> when he was in Illinois Center, he's going to have his car repoed. All right. Is this Peggy? Peter. Peter, you how are read? you? Hello. How are you, Peter? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to talk to you about uh, this guy. Was it Mayor Pete? I call him Boogie Boogie Check because that's the way his name sounds when I when I hear it. All right. You know, he got uh, he got one of these uh, direct commissions in the USNR, which only took like uh, five weeks of school. Now, if you want to get a real you know a real commission through a normal program like in the Naval ROTC, you have to take a three semester hour naval science course every semester for all four years. So that's uh, 24 semester hours. And you have to go on a summer uh, one-month cruise, uh, either one one time or you have to go three times. Then you get out of there and you got a three- or four-year uh, service obligation. Now, I know he served some active duty in uh, Afghanistan. I guess he was driving around a commander or something over there. Sure. But... Uh, well, I'll tell you what, there's no such thing as a peaceful road in Afghanistan. I mean, I'm not going to attack the guy on that level. Um, no, no, I'm going to say that, well, that part is fine, but you know how he got in there, and everybody says, oh, he got a commissioned officer and everything. He got it to, you know, a cheap commission as far as I'm concerned. I'll tell you, I, I'm assuming what the, from... What the real real men have to do. I'm assuming from your all of your knowledge, you're a military guy. Well, I went through uh, an ROTC, Naval ROTC program, and I had to serve uh, active duty on there. So I have uh, firsthand information on it, although the program changes a little bit over the years in terms of uh, reserve commissions versus the regular commission and, so and how do tuition you, or not tuition. How do you square up a guy like Trump co-opting the military as if he, he, he was a tremendous part of it or a supporter when you know, you know, Vietnam... I mean, I get it. I read Bolton. He was too important to die in a rice paddy. Trump with the five deferments. My feet are killing me. He's a hell of an athlete in college. I, you know, how do you? I don't. So, in other words, Pete Buttigieg. To me, if we're looking at the, at those two things, that's not something Trump wants to attack Pete Buttigieg. On. No, 
because I don't care if he went for five hours or five minutes. That's five times as long as Trump even thought about doing when he had his daddy called a doctor. So this has bothered me. I'm not talking on a comparative basis because, uh, well, well, Trump is kind of like Obama. He served his military duty after he got elected. Now he's commander in chief of the military. Yeah, I'll tell you what, boy, I think we'd be better off with Shaky Demoyle. Thank you so nice much try, for Sean. calling. I appreciate it. We got a commercial break? I don't like the yeah, commercials. We have those. I want to keep talking. If you care to participate, 312 642 5600. Do you like getting paid? I'm doing, I'm going to copyright that Michelle Obama fundraiser birdcage <laughs> shirt. I'm doing it. listening to the liberty hour with sean thompson get on the line with sean by calling 312-642-5600 what country do you come from sir so that's always a tough subject you know a lot of people when i first started to say that when trump was running yeah i first started to say well wait a minute you know now i might have new listeners you should maybe refresh let me eat some pizza okay so um when Trump started to run, I was excited. If you remember in the very beginning, I couldn't stand 16 of the 17 Republicans going. And I was like, listen, I think Trump is going to do what he did in 2000, do the head fake National Populist Party, then just back out. And I thought that at the time, Ted Cruz would take the lead. That's That was my pick. Okay, but... Don't think I'm a Ted Cruz guy because I watched how he folded under the pressure and he's dead to me now. That's how I am. Because these guys are not our relatives. They're not our spouses. They're car salesmen, chameleon personalities that will say and do anything to get your support. They have not one out of out of a hundred of them, maybe ten, have some belief system. But for the vast majority, they are con men. And from one party to the next, and I don't mean political party, I mean campaign fundraising party. They, they slap you on the back, tell you how pretty your wife is, and hope you write a big check. That's who they are. And I hate career politicians more than anybody. I was, it was refreshing to see a guy like Trump, who is one of those guys that actually wrote those checks and had been backstabbed. So I was a Trump supporter very early on. It was through the specificity of the issues which is all that matters. The specificity of the issues. I, I, I said, what is this guy talking about? From the, from the protectionist policies to the, to the manipulated low interest rates to the phony baloney QE that he's calling for this weekend to the hidden taxation and the favoritism of protectionism. I said, well, this isn't conservative. Although... That is apparently because conservatism is, a, is floating on a tide of lies. It's, it's up, it's down, it's whatever it wants it to be. It doesn't have any principles. And you saw that from that kid that walked from the party. Arnash, is that how you say his name? Uh, yeah, Justin Arnash. Or Justin well, I'll Arnash. tell you what. I remember in 2013 when he was a hero, hero to the people who were then the Tea Party. It was the original I, Tea Party, isn't it? I watched how he said... You know, he, him and Trump have a beef, and he doesn't think that uh, he thinks he's guilty of of uh, improprieties, and he stated it. And then the war began, and now I watched how ninety percent of the people who love this cat seven years ago hate him today, and that's for expressing the same principles, the exact same principles. Now, I personally think he is wrong. When he says Trump colluded with Russia. Yeah, he's over the top. That He's wrong. He says he's uh, 
they did impeachable uh, offenses yeah. and stuff in his opinion. And I, I don't agree. So I right. I, I think the broader point that he's he may be correct on is that there is a tremendous amount of foreign money in our political system. There is a, a tremendous amount of foreign influence on both sides of the aisle. And maybe on that level, he is espousing disappointment. But to think that you know Trump colluded with Russia is, is just because you hate Trump. There's no real foundation for that. So I feel that my particular view is getting smaller and smaller participants in it. As we are becoming more and more tribalized and polarized. And I'm going to tell you right now, this is setting up for a very bad future. Because what will happen is a couple of things. I already told you I think Michelle Obama is going to run. I think Arnash is now going to run against Trump. And I know that the Democrats fear he's stealing votes from Democrats, but that's not true. A Democrat isn't principled. They don't have liberty first agenda and, a, and, a, and an ideology of freedom and, and, and representation in a republic. In fact, they're the exact opposite of that. If this kid runs, he's going to steal... The principled voter who holds his nose and picks the lesser of two evils and says, all right, I can't stand Trumponomics, and I think his entire policy, aside from pick and choose items, is bad, but he's a lot better than the Marxist. I think if that's the scenario, it sets the table for a Democrat to win. Well, I think if he were to take those votes, it would, because it would split the vote. But I don't think that's realistic to expect that he would, simply because the same rationale exists now. That it did before. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is still on the Supreme Court. I don't she's think not she's likely, alive. But Go ahead. whether she is or not, right. that's, I mean, even more to the point then. They, you know, there's the same arguments still hold water and are staying in place. And the opponents are way further left than they were the last time around. So it's almost even a stronger argument now. Even though yeah. in a state like Illinois, it makes no difference. Because well, I'm not voting in Illinois. Next time around, I'll be voting in Florida. No well, question. unfortunately, Sean, I am. Well, I you know. told you, um, come and move with me, but you refuse to. Anyway. Uh, it's not about refusal. So, but you, you know, if, if you get in a situation where there's a third party, let's say in Texas, and you got a third party guy who's running on principal conservatism, and he's taken maybe 10 to 12 percent. That's big. Of, that's a huge chunk. I know. And that is reasonably you know that that's a reasonable uh, possibility as i said on joe walsh's show when i filled in at one time in our lives there will be one of these hidden marxists running as a democrat that wins and has run on the platform of the virtuous tyrant this is the position we're at in this in society didn't that happen in 2008 and 2012 well this is what it's become my virtuous tyrant against your virtuous tyrant it's not the tyranny anymore that people reject. It's that they just want their guy doing it, their guy implementing it. And I'm going to tell you right now, if, if one of these 20 Democrats runs, we all lose in a big, big way, brother. It doesn't turn out well for the Bolsheviks. I've, I've had a text from our program director, Marcus Brown, who has corrected it as Amash, like U-H, Mosh, Amash. Who's also an Orthodox Christian. A lot of, lot of stupid bigots out there think he's not, but he's actually an Orthodox Christian. Okay. All right, well, I think that's important. When I first started doing it on Twitter, they attacked me. You know know this being a homeboy yourself. Yes, I do. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. 
We didn't cover any of the Illinois stuff tonight. You know, I had a lot of fun though. Just got four talk. minutes. Really? Yeah, you got four minutes. What do we uh, What do we want to cover? You know, Pritzker, the guy Texas who looks sucks. like he's the dumber fat. <laughs> Pritzker is the whose wife is ugly. You haven't covered any of that tonight. Oh, I don't think I need to. Let's start with everybody. And That's we'll just a great back attitude, out. Sean. I would like yeah. you to keep that attitude now going forward. I will say this though, for my own little little research, Democrats are unattractive. As a whole, can I just say? I mean, specifically the movie stars. Well, yeah, but they're you know they're funny. I got up this morning. I've I've been dealing with an orthopedic issue, um, yeah. So I was basically just sitting in my office chair and I watched the uh, American Women's uh, World Cup. Oh, beat, uh, they beat the Dutch, and uh, can I just say that the Dutch is one of the most visually appealing teams I've ever seen. Really? Oh yes. But how do you explain Elizabeth Warren, who looks like the Dutch boy? Uh, it's the Native American, obviously. All right. Tainted the pool. Sure, you tainted the pool. Her words, not mine. So just to cover a couple of things, even though we didn't get into, uh, you know, Jelly Belly Pritzker and his... And by the way, I got to say, with the, with the ticket for the do, touching your phone when driving, there is something so satisfying about texting while driving right now. Didn't, I love uh, it. Didn't Amy uh, Jacobson, you just like being the contrarian, yeah. like Bill Burr, uh, uh-huh. didn't Amy Jacobson get a ticket because you're not allowed to drive with your phone on your lap? There's not a cop in the world that would write Amy Jacobson a ticket. That's it, all it, nonsense. It's I, for the show. I thought Come it was on, an interesting please. story. Sure. To, uh, Six foot one blonde. Get a ticket? Happens. I can't believe she's not a billionaire. She obviously isn't playing that card right. Anyway. Getting back. Michelle Obama will rescue the Democrat Party. That's you, Mr. On Track. All right, Mr. On Track. Michelle Obama rescues the Democrat Party. Delaney starts a whole new hairstyle where they all start shaving their heads down the middle. Okay? Like an inverted mohawk. An inverted mohawk. I'm in. Deutsche Bank, scoundrels, scumbags that they are, will be the first domino of the next banking crisis. I thought Jeffrey Epstein was going to be the new CIA. No, did you see that... Uh uh, it, it, Bill Clinton excused the Secret Service whenever he went with Epstein. Scumbag. Another scumbag. Talk Wait, about the tale you don't of two want worlds. Principled individuals. How does that work? You're the pres- you. You're an ex-president. You, we're paying for your Secret Service. And then what do you tell the guys on the runway? Just stay here. I'll be back in a week. I mean, it's so ridiculous. So many people knew what was going on. There had to be something major that got this guy busted. Because everybody knew what he was 30 years ago. I think he probably Please. just didn't have the grease to put on the wheels anymore. I can't decide who's the biggest fraud of a, of, of, of a marriage we had in the White House. I mean, there's three top candidates, I think. I think the uh, Woodrow Wilson one after the stroke is probably a good example. Yeah. They were like the honeymooners compared to Bill and Hillary. His wife, Are uh, you nuts? Come on. His wife was essentially the president. Please. She would go into the room after he had his stroke and uh, lean down next to his head and he would sit there motionless I'm and guessing she would that come who, out with a decision. I'm guessing Huma Wiener is still her chief of staff if you follow my drift. And I'll tell you another thing. I also never liked that Valerie Michelle thing. Valerie you, you Jarrett Michelle. Got, uh, laptop tell you what, I think they had more in common than big ankles. What do you, you think, think of that? Uh, you think uh, Huma Abedin still got the Come laptop on. privileges? Did you, you see they let Wiener out of prison? think they changed her uh, password? They should put Wiener and Epstein in the same cell, and let's see what happens. See, that's how my brain works. Forget about these plea deals. I say we have Mad the, Max uh, for the pedophiles and the sex freaks. Celebrity cage matches, yeah. except not with claimation put them in this there. time. Throw them with a little Speedo, a little baby oil. Let's see what happens. Yeah, that sounds like your cup of tea, Sean. <laughs> Might as well end on a high note. Enjoy that. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm more of a Michelle Obama My guy myself. You're stretching, but I will tell you, stretching is worse than 80-year-olds doing yoga. The prediction of Michelle Obama, I'll bet you a cigar. You, you, we got a deal? All right. Fair enough. Michelle Obama, I say by January. Although I'm not in because I'm working and we're not allowed to bet. So yes, but no. Yes. All right. I'll bet the, I'll bet the gun Here, guy. We're, we're, just go. All right. Have a good day. We'll be back. No. What's the, what's the bet? I bet you one really good cigar, an Oliva Milano V. Whatever. 
It's a really good cigar. I take your word for Michelle it. Obama jumps in the race and rescues the Democrat Party before January. Give me a two-month window of when it'll happen. It'll happen in December to February. December to February. It's a nice three-month window. Is it bet? Could I get a bet at one of Pritzker's casinos? Yeah, sure. How about Fair one enough. of Durkin's casinos or Bill Brady? Uh, no, you can't afford to play there. Yeah. You think him and the wife are at the slot machines or just you, waiting for the, for the suckers to keep pulling the arm? you got to somebody for your money to be good there. Jeez, Republicans. The only difference between them and Democrats is a tailor. All right. We'll be back. That's it? We'll be back? And then a high note, baby. Learn how to end. I have to go home. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.